All right, coaches, Brian Blackburn here with Pound the Rock Podcast. I want to thank our sponsors from HardwoodTexas.com, Huddle, Waterboy Graphics, Scholastic Steel, Jeremy Thomas Agency through Allstate, and Tumbleweed Textiles. Our guest today is familiar to, to most of you, especially those in West Texas, Coach Bubba Edwards from Borden County High School. They had a historic year this year at Borden County, and uh, Coach Edwards is here to share some, some knowledge. So, Coach, thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Well, first thing I wanted to ask you is a, is a personal question. What is the best coaching advice you were, you were ever given? Uh, sometimes uh, I got this uh, not only from a coach but also from my dad. It happened within the same week when I was a young coach. And, and uh, you know, I was really energetic and young. And, and just I seemed the entire time through the course of a game uh, talking uh, every play, every situation, you know, as the game was going along. And, and uh, one of my mentors, uh, Jeff Bontrager, Who's over at Leveland now uh, was a head coach, and then and then uh, later that week after a, a JV game, I, my dad came and watched, and both of them told me sometimes you just need to shut up, sit down, and let the kids play. And, uh, <laughs> and that really stuck with me. You know, as a young coach, I didn't really, you know, <clears throat> think much about it. I was just a JV coach, but then the, the next year I got uh, a head basketball job. And um, I kind of understood what that meant. And so basically, you know, I get all my work done, all my talking done uh, during practice, you know. And um, you just try to get your work done there. And then when you get in the game, you just, you know, let your kids take what they've learned in practice and be able to apply it in the game. And I think they're not as much, you know, uh, walking on eggshells. They, they get to play a little more loose, a little more relaxed. And, uh you know, you use your timeouts and your dead ball situation is kind of coaching things up. But, you know, just kind of let the flow of the game happen. That's really good. And uh, that's that's something, uh, obviously, it's it's hard for us as coaches because we want to control everything. Some, I mean, we want to... We want to make sure that everybody's making the right play every time, and uh, and uh, so that's that's probably really good advice for all of us. Uh, t- tell us a little bit about your your coaching philosophy, kind of your your coaching philosophy, how it got started, and, and why you do what you do offensively and defensively. Well, um, you know, kind of throughout the years, you know, I've been in this uh, as a coach twenty three years, starting my twenty third year. I've been head basketball coach for I think eighteen of those now. Uh, it's kind of changed a little bit, you know, as the older I get. But I probably built my philosophy. You know, I've been around mainly small schools. And um, when I'm in a small school like I am, you know, 1A school, all your kids play everything. And uh, so you kind of depend on success, brief success. Uh, and being at a small school, I'm talking about we play six-man football. So I kind I kind of take my basketball philosophy and uh, kind of continue that, uh, blend that in with, with six-man football. And uh, mainly what that is, is, you know, in six-man football, our, our kids had to be very well conditioned. Yeah. And um, so because of that, uh, and also because of the success that we've always had in football, you know, we I miss probably, you know, anywhere from, you know, four to six, maybe eight basketball games. Uh, because the football players going deep in the football playoffs, so it's almost kind of a hurry up, uh, catch up, you know, type of philosophy. Uh, so basically, what we do is 
you know, we try to do a lot of uh, full court man, you know, pressure the ball, try to generate points, you know, off of, off of a man press and things like that. And probably my biggest philosophy I do is is we don't walk the ball up the court. Yeah. Hardly at all. We want to get the, we want to get the ball. We want to get it up up the court and try to uh, score and transition offense as fast as possible as you can, which is real similar to six man football. Right. Uh, you just you know I'm not with these kids. I'm not in the gym during during the, when a lot of people are in off season. So we're not sitting there working and developing our our shot uh, like we should. Uh, so we try to generate a lot of our points in transition whether getting a steal and fast break or rebound and getting the ball and, yeah. and getting a fast break. Um, as a younger coach, you know, I was <clears throat> very uh, demanding on the defense end as far as our man defense. You know, so I probably spent uh, 80% of my practice teaching teaching defense um, and then teaching transition offense. Um, you know, so that because of like the six-man football and the deep playoff run and things like that, uh, but as I've gotten older and I've got a kid coming through, you know, <laughs> I, you know the, the, the philosophy's changed a little bit. And uh, especially when I came to Borden County, been here five years, um, and then watching some coaches have some success uh, with the zone aspect of it, you know, Coach Liebman over at, at Thorndale, uh, whose kids made long runs in football at Thorndale, and then they turn around and have success like they did in basketball. And then you watch some of the Calvert, uh, the few years there, they make deep runs in football, and then also get to the state tournament in basketball. And then, you know, you kind of watch Coach Rawls over at Bront uh, with his 2-3 defense. So I uh, I kind of reversed philosophy a little bit. And most of our, uh, our uh, practices now are shooting the basketball. Like I said, i got a kid involved who loves to shoot it. But, uh, well, <laughs> also got a group of kids. You know, I've been blessed to hear, uh, you know, the last five years, got had a group of kids that really love basketball. So, you know, I kind of saw some of the things those coaches did and uh, just started spending a lot more time on shooting the ball. Still in transition, we still do our transition stuff, but spend a lot more time shooting the ball and then try to use our athleticism. We've been blessed with some really good athletes here at Borden County. And so I just try to uh, do more, some more zone stuff for those guys, use their athleticism. Uh, study the game, you know, study the, the zone principles and got better as a defense coach from a zone aspect. But it's really improved our offense, and I think that's got a lot to do with some of our success here, uh, you know, especially last year. Yeah. But, uh, and I've always been told, and I've always believed this, if you can play man defense, then it's easy to go to zone. Well, uh I've kind of gone the other way. You know, I've kind of retired our kids to play zone defense, and then we work on man, a lot of, you know, throw some shell in there, and then we've actually become a pretty good man basketball team too. So um, it's just kind of how you present it, I think, to the kids and, and you just do what you can do to get the kids to buy in, you know, to do them both. And um, our kids are used to being good at everything to do. So I figure if we're good at basketball, baseball, football, track, they can also be good at different defenses also. And, yeah. and because, because of the, the, the six-man game, because if they're so versatile and, and, and their athletic abilities, uh, they can adjust to just about anything we throw at them on the defense court too. That's great. And uh, like you said, 
whatever you're going to present and you sell it to the kids, they'll buy into it because of the type of coach you are. If you believe in it and you're really into it, I know that they'll they'll be into it too and believe in it. And uh, I don't I don't think anything was more uh, apparent than this season with your with your basketball season. You didn't even get to participate in your own basketball tournament. You hosted your own tournament and didn't even get to play because y'all were still doing football. And then you make a great run to the state tournament. So why don't you talk a little bit about this team? What made them special? Uh, and and uh, how much fun you had with them this year? Because I know I loved seeing you guys playing there in San Antonio. Well, it was it was pure joy. Uh, I mean, the entire basketball season, even though it was shortened, uh, which I wouldn't take that away at all. Uh, like I said, it's the same kids that compete for you in every sport. So again, you know, success breeds success, and being able to, to win a state championship in football, I think, was is a huge part of our success in basketball. Um, you know, it was pretty neat to be able to host our own basketball tournament and. and and be able to go out and do our football workout, prepare for state football game, and then come in and, and see all my coaching buddies and be able to, <laughs> you know, still talk to basketball with those guys, but at the same time, you know, you're getting ready for a big goal. But that transition was pretty smooth going right into basketball, and, and I think the key to that uh, was just, you know, the group of kids. You know, many juniors, we had, a bunch, we had one senior and a bunch of uh, juniors that absolutely loved basketball, and, and I think a lot – uh, the main reason for our success in basketball, it started in the summertime. Uh, these these group of kids that, that I currently have that all be seniors this year with a few juniors and sophomores, they we, we play some high intense um, summer uh, basketball. We don't do summer league. We just go and do several tournaments, and then we we make sure we get in there and qualify. You know, well I'll just start with our team camp. We've hosted team camp for eleven years. Uh, now here at Borden County, and it's pretty much been the who's who of you know of, of West Texas, and even we've had some teams come in from the uh, from the all over the state. But you know, a couple of years ago, uh, well, year I guess last summer, not this summer, but last summer, you know, we had Happy there, who's in the state tournament. Naz was there, uh, Eula was there. Uh, we've had you know Gray there. Uh, we had uh, Mumford came one year. Uh, this year we had Ector come. And, and um, Miller Grove, who's been in the state basketball tournament. And that, that's our team camp here at Borden County. So, you know, we've had the who's who of small school basketball here at our, at our team camp. And then when you start playing teams like that in the summertime, I think you understand the speed and, and, and the discipline you got to have whenever that time comes. Uh, and then we go on and play at other team camps. Uh, you know, we make sure we qualify. We go to uh, OU Lewis team camp and – in the past, you know, you play you again, and you play teams like Jim Ned, and you, you know, some of those bigger schools that uh, have some, you know, some big success with their programs. And then you qualify, and we go to the state tournament, the Texas State tournament, the TBC one that's held in Grape, uh, Grapevine over there. Uh-huh. Uh, Coach Stars does a great job of that. And then you're playing the best teams, you know, uh, in the state that, you know, that you probably might see the next year, but also the two eighteen. They're just that's what really prepares us uh, for whenever, as soon as that football, that last snap football's over, we go straight into basketball. Um, I think that's a huge part of why we had a success last year with the type of teams that we play. I think I counted, uh, Brian, I think I had 12 or 13 teams uh, that we played either in a practice game, a regular season game, or a summer basketball 
that was in the regional tournament, in the regional finals, or even the state tournament. Wow. So that's the, that's the quality of teams that we that we play in the summertime or, or within our schedule. Uh, you know, we played Albany this year. We played New Deal this year that were on our schedule. Uh, uh, we played uh, All Saints, uh, you know, in the summertime that, that was in the state TAPS tournament. The uh, Lubbock Titans homeschool team that played in their big uh, homeschool tournament. You know, those, those kind of guys get you prepared uh, for your seat, you know, for the big long run in uh, in March, February, March. So I think that's huge uh, to our success and get us prepared for that run. Also, this group of kids, because they do like basketball, you know, when sometimes when football practice is over, you know, they go and um, they do a lot of shooting on their own. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, lunchtime when those kids get they get in there and eat lunch and they get done. There's they get about 15, 20 minutes, and you know, all, a lot of kids go uh, to one gym just kind of hang out until the until that bell rings to continue the class. And that group of kids will go and shoot, you know, in the other gym just to get some shots in. So, and that's during the football season. Yeah, so, you know, they do the little extra things that they need to do to um, to get themselves ready whenever that time comes. And as far as the season. Like I said, it was pure joy. I mean, we might have had one bad practice. Uh, they go hard. They push hard. They want. They hold. They hold each other accountable uh, because, you know, the dream and the goal that, that they had. You know, they they were the first team ever the year before to make it a boys team here to make it to the regional tournament. And you know, uh, Menard uh, beat us, but they remember that moment. So whenever we got back to the regional tournament, they want to get back to the regional tournament this this past year. But their goal wasn't just to get to the um, original final. They wanted to make a state tournament appearance, and they accomplished that goal. So I'm hoping this next season that our goal is uh, let's get back to Austin, but let's not just get to Austin. Let's go try to win a state championship. Yeah, that's really good. And I was, uh, like I said, knowing you and knowing knowing your players, I was really uh, excited that, that you guys uh, made it there. And it's really hard to win it the first time you get there. And uh, – and uh, I know you guys will be ready to roll when that time comes. And getting everybody healthy and everything is a key, I know. But you'll have them ready. And so that, that'll be fun to watch. Um, do you have any advice for someone who is a young coach or someone who's just getting into coaching? What would you tell them? Uh, let's say that they were going to go coach at a small school. What would you tell them, uh, someone who's going to coach at a small school and wants to have, be successful? What, would, what advice would you give them? I'll just make sure that you're successful at everything. Don't. Um, you know, you're going to have a passion for basketball. You know, if I if I was told, okay, coach, you, you got to pick one sport, what would it be? I would, I would, it'd be basketball. That's what I would coach. But I love coaching all those other sports. And I think in a small school that's important because all your basketball players are going to be playing those other sports. And when you show them that you respect everything else, I think that's huge. And then your kids will respect you uh, throughout uh, a school year. And um, so just, you know, just have your passion for, for basketball, but be open-minded to be able to be good at other things too, especially in a small school because that, that success does breed success. And, uh, you know, building a relationship with your kids is, is huge. And I know we're kind of at a, a time these days of social media and, and, and times where you, you got to be careful across the line. But if you can just build a relationship with your kids, knowing that, that, that you love them. And, uh, uh, you know, I learned that from uh, – Danny Henderson, when he was at, um, you know, both at Peaster and at um, 
Oh, Marcus. Uh, Flyerman. Yeah. Yeah, Flyerman Marcus. And just watching him, you know, I've heard him talk. And then after he's talked about, you know, getting those relationships with kids and sitting back, you know, sitting behind his bench at the state tournaments and just watch his relationship and how he conducted himself with his players, you know, I try to pattern that. And that's something I would tell young coaches, too, is, is you know, you got to let those kids know that you care for them, not there just, uh, just to coach a basketball game. You're not there just to, uh, you know, just push them hard for an hour and a half and then just walk away. Just try to build those relationships with those kids because that's something you'll have forever. Um, and just, you know, I, I, I actually, I love when, when I have ex-ball players send me a text or, yes. or, you know, <laughs> message, just, just, you know, say, hey, speaking back today, coach, you know, or, or thanks, coach, or, hey, coach, you come to town, let's go out and have dinner, you know, those are long-lasting relationships that, that mean more than those just those four years that you coach them. So I think that's huge for a young, you know, young coach to be able uh, to build those relationships. And, you know, you don't have to be that rah-rah guy. You, you know, just you don't have to even be fired up. You just be yourself, and I think the kids will buy into what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, Coach, thank you so much for being with us today. I know you got a lot of busy things going on. And uh, in service, I know how much everybody loves teacher in service, and so uh, <laughs> we'll let we'll let you get back to work, man. Thank you for being with us today. Absolutely, thank you for everything that you're doing for uh, for the basketball there, Brian. I appreciate it.